Hello guys, welcome back to the History Chronicler. My name is Georgia. If you haven't heard this podcast before, then I've kind of created this podcast to help young people or anybody who want to know a little bit about history but not doesn't like who don't want to listen to two, three hours of a podcast or a film or read books. It's just summaries of certain bits in time uh to help people out basically. So Following on from last episode, the last episode that I did, uh, I'm going to be talking about the Battle of Sanford Bridge. So the previous episode I, I did was about the Battle of Gate Fulford. To make it easier, if you haven't watched that one, it's probably best to go and watch that one. It's only about 15 minutes long, and that summarises that battle. So the Battle of Sanford Bridge was five days after. It was on the 25th of September 1066. And I'm going to kind of, I will recap quickly on Gate Fulford. So, obviously, if you have listened to that podcast or you haven't, you kind of know what is going on. So, the Battle of Stamford Bridge was the battle that happened after Harold Hardrada won the Battle of Gate Fulford. Harold Hardrada is the King of Norway. He came over to invade England and to become king. So, he fought Edwin and Morcar. They were two, they were brothers, uh, they were earls. The, Earl of, the Earls of Mercia and Northumbria. And Hardrada came over and he fought Edmund and Morcar and their army. Unfortunately, uh, as I said last time, due to the, the setting of the battle, the marshland that the battle was situated, it was extremely difficult for Edmund and Morcar and the Anglo-Saxon army to gain a foothold and they subsequently lost. So... Hardrada won. He had quite a few good tactics. If you remember, he hid his best army in him and they came round and they kind of sandwiched the Anglo Saxons in together. And, you know, a lot of them did die from falling into the river, into the marshland, and it was a bit messy. So that was the Battle of Gate Fulford. So today I'm going to be talking about the Battle of Stamford Bridge. So this took place on the 25th of September 1066 five days after Fulford, as I've said. Uh, King Harold heard of the Battle of Fulford. Uh, his brother Tostig, as I mentioned in the last episode, fought against Harold with Harold Hardrada, the King of Norway. So Harold must have been quite angry, quite riled up, because his brother had come over, he tried to take the throne off him, and in a way, he was one step closer to that by winning the Battle of Gate Fulford. So at the time... Harold must have been quite angry. Um, so he marched his army, he marched his house cars up to York. He travelled, this varies, so in some of the books, I know in the LXL GCC book it's different. So in the LXL GCC book it says 185 miles in four days, but then other books I've read says 190 miles in five days. I've read 190 miles in five days more, so that's the kind of figure that I'm going with so 190 miles around 190 miles in five days in four days sorry um so that is a huge amount to be traveling some were on horseback some walked and they went up there they stayed the night uh on the 24th of September Harold reached Tadcaster where they stayed overnight and then on the 25th, they went over to York and kind of caught Harold Hardrada and Tostig by surprise. So, you know, obviously, if you're travelling that quickly, you're travelling so far up in, and in such a 
huge amount of distance. It's going to take a toll on your soldiers. And luckily for Harold, this wasn't a huge problem. Although the length of the battle, it was quite long. And the Vikings were at a disadvantage, as I'll tell you in a, in a minute. But the length of the battle kind of shows you that perhaps the distance and the travel did impact the Anglo-Saxons. Luckily, it wasn't a, it wasn't obviously fatal for Harold uh, Godwinson. He survived. His army survived. Well, not all of them, but you know, he he won the battle. So basically, uh, so Harold approached the area of Stamford Bridge. He approached this undetected. Uh, he kind of caught Tostig and Harold Hardrada by surprise. Um, and this meant that the Viking army only... They did have their weapons and their shields, but they had left their armour on the ships and a third of the men were still on the ships. So they were far further away from the ships. They weren't there. Harold didn't reach them at their ships. They were kind of, I don't know, enjoying their successes that sort of thing and he he basically approached them caught them by surprise and obviously this this is the disadvantage that I was just saying they had a disadvantage because they didn't have their armor which is a huge part of warfare at the time to protect you you needed your armor uh, because otherwise they've got nothing you know you could just go right through there's no protection there that's a huge part of a, any soldier uh, and a third of their men were missing so you know, you could speculate now, not that it's going to be true, that had those men not been missing or had the Vikings had their armour not been caught by surprise, uh, they could have won. But obviously, you can't speculate that because, you know, we don't know. That's that's the way it panned out. That was really luck lucky for Harold Godwinson because, you know, he had an advantage. Although these men had travelled so long, he had the advantage on the Vikings. And... Yeah, the battle began. Like I said, it was a long battle. Uh, it wasn't extremely short. And it was quite a fierce battle as well. Uh, the Vikings were, were very fierce warriors. As I said before, Harold Hardrada's name, he got his name and it meant stern ruler. And he was he was a fierce, big warrior. And he was feared in in Norway and I'm sure across most of Europe he was he was really feared so you can imagine that you know he was going to put up a fight uh, and Tostig also fought against Harold apparently Harold did try to reconcile Tostig on the battlefield this is speculation uh, I know that some places it does say that and he, and Harold does try to say you know join me, join me, um, and Tosti doesn't take it, he, I think he's so betrayed by his brother, and he hasn't forgiven that betrayal of being exiled in 1065, that he, he's not bothered, he would rather die, and that's it, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to reconcile with Harold, he doesn't want to fight for Harold, he's going to stick with Harold Hardrada until the end, and that's it, and at the end of the battle, Harold Hardrada and Tostig were both killed. So unfortunately for them, it didn't work out. And it must have been really difficult for Harold Godwinson because obviously his own brother had to be killed in order for him to take back control. So that is the basis of the Battle of Stamford Bridge. It was a, a at least a, a day long. Um, it was a hard battle. 
Harold Goodwinson obviously won, and Harold Hajarada and Tosti Goodwinson. So the significance of the battle was huge. Stamford Bridge is kind of a pivotal point in the whole of 1066, in the whole of Harold's rule, in the whole of the history of England, because without the Battle of Stamford Bridge, without Harold having to travel those 190 miles so quickly, having to fight a battle against Harold Hardrada and the Vikings, we don't know what situation he would have been in, and subsequently the situation he that could have been much better, much easier uh, when William the Conqueror arrived in England. So Stamford Bridge is, is so important, uh, as I said with the Battle of Great Fulford, so significant in the outcome of events for Harold. And some, yeah, you could say that that could be a reason why he lost the Battle of Hastings. I mean, it, it definitely wouldn't have helped. Um, you know, obviously, after the battle, when they were in York, they had to travel, Harold had to travel all the way back down, he had to go all the way down south to get to Hastings, so that would have taken an immense toll on the soldiers, uh, who would have been tired, they would have had to travel up, fight this battle against the Vikings, who, you know, didn't, they did put up a fight, and then travel all the way back down and fight another battle. So you can imagine the toll that it's taken on the soldiers. Uh, although it could have boosted morale, obviously a win, a victory, kind of, you know, that's the reason why the soldiers did what they did to, to uh, protect the king, protect their kingdom. So that is a huge morale booster. But also, it's really difficult to assume that, you know, it, everything's fine because it, it wasn't. It was so must have taken such a huge toll you know traveling that distance in such a short amount of time is and then fighting is immense really i yeah i don't know how it would have impacted them but you know you can imagine you can imagine how tired they must have been so it is hugely significant you know if if hardrada never invaded harold wouldn't ha- wouldn't have had to travel wouldn't have had to use his men if Hardrada lost at the Battle of Gate Fulford, then again he wouldn't have had to travel and use his men. And unfortunately for Harold Godwinson, he was stuck in York. And then the William the Conqueror arrived, and you know he had to fight again. So yeah, like I said, hugely, hugely significant. Um, obviously tactically as well, uh, Harold's house cars broke the Viking shield wall, so it shows you know, the importance of tactical advantages, you know, they had their shields, but they, like I said, they didn't have their armour, so perhaps they could have been weaker. Uh, Harold's tactics in kind of approaching the Vikings undetected is also a huge, like, of huge significance, because as I've said, who knows what would have happened if the Vikings had more men, uh, and if they had their armour, you don't know. So that's why the battle was significant. And yeah, so like I said, there were about a third of the Viking men left when Harold approached them and, you know, when he won the battle, he made peace with Olaf, who was the son of Harold Hardrada, uh, because he Olaf had stayed with the ships. Perhaps Hardrada was kind of insecure about Harold or another battle looming because obviously he left his heir to the throne at 
at the ships he he was separate to him and so perhaps he kind of he knew that something was happening something was on the horizon and he just wanted to be safe so his heir was there Olaf Harold Godwinson made uh, peace with him and they returned back to Norway so it is said that only 24 of the longships which were about a maximum of 300 longships returned so only 24 out of those 300 returned and that shows the significance of the battles on the Vikings as well because you know to only have enough men to fill that many compared to the 300 it's hugely significant because you know they must have lost a huge amount of men during the battle of Gate Fulford during the battle of Stamford Bridge and that would have weakened their army and their defences as well so in that way it was significant so I'm going to round this off with five key facts. I have said these facts throughout the podcast, but I like to put it at the end just so people can, you know, if you want to summarise it, if you want to skip to the end and if you need to know these uh, in exams or anything like that, just remember remember them and then, you know, you can, you can use them. So the first key fact, quite an obvious one, it was on the 25th of September 1066. Important because you need to know specific dates. The second key fact was 190 miles in four days. Like I said, the Edexcel book does say 185 miles in five days. But most books I've read say 190 miles in four, in four days, which is what Harold Godwinson travelled. Uh, the third fact was that only 24 of the 300 Viking longships returned to Norway. Like I said, what a hugely important fact that you need to know because it's so significant in, you know the actions that showing the actions of the Anglo-Saxons, how many Vikings were killed, but also hugely significant to the Vikings who went back with that many men. Uh, the fourth fact is that it was a long battle. So this wasn't a battle that lasted, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes. It was a long battle. Um, they, the Vikings put up a fight. I know obviously they didn't have the, armour that they needed they didn't have as many men but they did put up a good fight and they were good warriors so you know Harold did have to really you know put up a fight and his his house calls did too to to defeat defeat the Vikings and it's also important that you know that because that's significant on the subsequent events because you know if it was a short battle perhaps the men would have travelled down sooner down back down to London and they would have been less tired ready for the Battle of Hastings so you know the length of the battle is quite significant and the fifth is that Hardrada and Tostig were both killed because obviously that is an important an important fact to know that Harold Godwinson defeated the Viking King and he also killed, had to defeat his own brother which you know couldn't have been easy but yeah that's all for today uh, let me know what you think let me know what you want me to do I'm going to continue doing the Anglo-Saxon kind of series that I'm doing but I might dip into some civil rights obviously that's quite uh, important especially from what's going on today with the death of George Floyd and all the Black Lives Matter protests 
uh, is a hugely significant part of history and one that people have to live with every day. It's not a, it's not something that's just finished and that's it. It continues to happen, and that's what's so important about learning it because you know I learned from eighteen sixty five to nineteen ninety two, and you look at it from a, from a thematic period, you look at it over time, and it's sad to see that n- not much has happened and not much has changed. I mean, it really does vary. Like obviously, the change in government depends on who's in, in charge, and but attitudes in general just haven't changed, and I think that's so fundamental in changing the outcome for these pe- for black people because... Their lives do matter. Black lives do matter. And unless people's mindsets change, that they do matter and that they are important and they're so significant to, you know, our our society, then nothing will change. So that is a really important subject to touch on. I think I might start doing a series on that. And, yeah, obviously... I'm hugely supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, I hope that one day uh, we can achieve what we want to achieve and everybody can be truly equal because that's the society, the type of society that I want to live in and I think most people want to live in it as well. So, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Hopefully I won't leave it too long next time. And my next episode in this series will definitely be on the battle of Hastings I don't know why that took me so long to to say the biggest battle the battle of Hastings that might be a bit longer because obviously it's a a long battle it's a big battle I'll talk about the preparations that William made the preparations that Harold made or could have made and yeah that'll be hopefully a really interesting podcast so thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time bye bye